representing Bigfoot. Say. snowstorm which happened about 170 years ago holy crap i know and some other weird things that happened in 1853 when we found out our research for this and all of this weirdness is just on one page of a new york newspaper and really? yeah i think that's freaking amazing it's insane it is. do they have any pictures no so stay with us <laughs> And hear about the purple <laughs> snowstorm that wrecked havoc on this little moon island. Sounds dude. very interesting. So this podcast is super interesting to us because we live here. But hopefully it'll be super interesting to you, right? I think it should be, especially if anybody happens to have experienced something similar. All right, so you ready? You gotta you imagine. Know. You gotta use your imagination. You can do that, right? I have my eyes closed. All right. Even. <laughs> so it was February, 170 years ago, that a ma- that a massive, massive lightning storm hit Mount Desert Island on the northern coast of Maine, right? Yeah. It struck dozens of people and created a weather mystery that people of the time just couldn't fathom. They could not understand what happened. Were the people literally struck by lightning? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, huh? You gotta wait for the story. Wait for the story. All right, right, so masts, which is a word I cannot say, were torn off of ships in Southwest Harbor and in Northeast Harbor. One lightning bolt hit a flagpole and the flagpole turned to rubble. The bolt of lightning after it hit and decimated the flagpole shot into the ground four or five feet deep and traveled horizontally. So just like imagine that, I right? am imagining it. So here's a quote. Although the ground was frozen as hard as a rock, this thunderbolt plowed a trench through for a distance of nearly 500 feet. Wow. A witness told the New York Times, the debris from this trench consisting of a great masses of frozen ground and stones weighing in some instances hundreds of pounds were thrown in both directions and some of them in the air for long distances around one mass of frozen earth as large as a fishing smack which is a fishing book was (laughs) hurled more than 75 feet away it wasn't just like so like if you imagine that you're like whoa man I had no idea what a fishing schmack was. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you have like a fish and you're like torturing yeah. the fish and your best friend by hitting it with. That's right. Which you, you should not do hitting to your, your friend, best friend with the fish. Or the fish. <laughs> um, so it wasn't just like inanimate objects that were damaged by this horrific storm, right? Mrs. E. Holden's arm was benumbed by a fireball that came into her house via an open window. Why that window was open in, in February, February is Holy not, Moses. nobody explains that. Her fireplace must have been a roaring. <laughs> but the New York Daily Herald's March 6, 1853 issue tells of how she was just standing near that like window and was in the process of winding up her clock, right? Yeah. While she stood there, a quote, a ball of fire came in through the window and struck her hand. She ran 
she gathered everybody in her house with her, right? Until they were at the home's entryway. And there, right then, another flash happened and the room they'd been in, quote, resembled a volume of fire whirling around and producing a crackling noise. That's crazy. Yeah. And according to the paper, this happened in a lot of people's homes, this whirling fire and crackling noises and the sound of breaking glass, but without any glass actually breaking. That's just what it sounded like. Yeah. That's how they described it. So Captain Maurice Rich, he was in his bedroom when his light went out, right? So his light, yeah, the light, like whatever lamp they had, I'm sure. His candle, yeah, or an oil lantern or something, or some, you know, some sort of light went out, and so he's like, "Baby, I'm getting you in bed." To his wife, (laughs) (laughs) I think he meant to keep her safe, but I really don't know. Um, and and so he, (laughs) so he got a match, right, and he was gonna reignite the light. Yeah. And right when he lit the match, lightning zipped into the room, into the room. Um, and before he could light the match, the lightning hit the match and he, that he was holding in his hand. Yes. It lit it and he flew backwards like a few feet in this house and, um. Landed in bed with his wife. (laughs) (laughs) And everything worked out. Everything was fine and then there was a baby in nine months, but no. Like, but if you think about it, like, whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, um, and the house didn't catch fire. They extinguished the match. Oh, so, um, did they ever get the lamp relit? I, I don't know. I'd be so scared. So another man, John L. Martin, was allegedly so stunned by the lightning that hit him. He was stunned. Stunned. Oh. Not stunned. <laughs> That he couldn't speak for like a really long time. Like he just couldn't speak. He can, he eventually before he died, like could speak again. But like, it was like hours, I guess. And he just. Did he die? No. Oh, okay. So um, the witness said, I don't believe there was ever a worse frightened lot of people in the world than the inhabitants of Bar Harbor were that night. That's insane. Yeah. Like that's so, it's really so cool actually. Yeah. I mean, you could look up balls of lightning, and it's really not that uncommon, I don't think. But I think this it sounds uncommon. like there was a tremendous amount of energy at one time in that area. All you these know people what I mean? were getting hit by yeah. lightning going into their homes. That's just crazy. So that's not all. The lightning it was purple, according to a March fourth, eighteen fifty three report by the Ellsworth Herald. And they said, sometimes it appeared like balls of fire coming through windows and doors and down the chimneys. So can you imagine that? <laughs> That's just Santa Claus. A great many persons were slightly injured. Some were struck in the feet, some in the eye, oh. while others were electrified, some powerfully and some slightly. But no one died. Not a single person died. That is and amazing. other than that flagpole, no building and the flagpole's not a building, was damaged. And they created a new word, which didn't last very long. What was that? Benumbed. That's a real word, Is it really? Yeah, man. I've never heard that word. That's because it's not on Wordle. I like it. Well, it's too long (laughs) to be on Wordle. Benumbed. It's a good word. I feel benumbed right now. So, the trees, so, like, even the 
buildings didn't die and people didn't die. Trees are another story. And this is another direct quote that says, the electric fluid came down among them, taking them out by the roots with stone and earth and throwing all in every direction. Some were left hanging by their roots from the tops of the adjacent standing trees. Roots up, tops down. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> just how I like my women. Oh, I really can't oh, believe you just said that. I'm sorry. I was going to put this on the newspaper blog. This in the is link. supposed to be a serious one. I was going to put this on the Bar Harbor story. Well, and you now can I pause it and go back. And no, they're that. all going to hear what you just said. Um, so, shame. Shawnee can I'll, never run for town council. I live with my shame. So, <laughs> don't put it on the newspaper blog. How about that? I want to put it on the newspaper <laughs> Use blog. Use this, not the podcast. Oh, this is so much more fun. All right, so. The weather that day had been stormy. Yeah. There had been gale force winds and a thundercloud passed that was, quote, exceeded anything ever witnessed and also called awful and sublime, according to John S. Dodge, who wrote for the Fountain and Journal. Issue unspecified. So according to... (laughs) So according to um, Noah... National Surveyor Storms Lab, right, in our times, there are many different types of lightning, including ball lightning. The World Atlas says that the color of lightning, with white um, being the hottest, like, um, are different things, right? Really? Yeah. And so purple lightning is often accompanied by rain, hail, and other precipitations. Snow. Right. Ball lightning, which some eyewitnesses obviously recounted, was thought to be a myth for a really long time. But according to Cameron Norris, it's a supercharged ball of plasma that can occur, 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 can occur. Mm. It can occur during thunderstorms. Less is known about ball lightning than other lightning varieties, but it's known to pose a risk for humans. And he cautions, if you see ball lightning, stay far away from it. So what about purple ball lightning? I don't know, man. Like, how do you stay far away from it when it's attacking you? Yeah, I mean, it's coming. It just, I mean, you gotta have fast reflexes. It's gonna just pop through your window and and be numb your hand. Has lightning ever gone in your house? No, it has. Not that I've seen. When I was a kid in Bedford, New Hampshire, shout out to Bedford. Um, we lived on a hill, right? It wasn't Mm -hmm. a mountain or anything, but it was a decent sized hill that you could slide down. It was all granite. Right, mm-hmm. like they had to blast, put the foundation in for this house, and our house got hit by lightning three times at really? least that I know of. Wow. And um, we like the highest spot in the neighborhood. Yes, we were That's by far why. the highest spot in the Jeez. neighborhood. And like um, one time, it hit in our kitchen sink, and we had a plastic dish rack in there. Yeah. My mother had just turned off the water because she saw the storm coming, and she's like, oh, "I'm gonna do the dishes later." And um, the lightning went right across the plastic thing. Did it burn it? Yeah, it yeah. had like this big... Sports sp- Yeah, it was cool. That's awesome. And an indent. And um, one time it hit the light next to the living room couch. Wow. And the light exploded. Um, and the lampshade, we had to throw away the lampshade. <laughs> um, I was really little. I just remember my mom screeching and... People doing something to the lampshade. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I don't know. And um, I know it hit our roof at least once when I was alive. Yeah. Did it start a fire? Yeah. 
yeah. yeah, but they put that out pretty quickly, too. Well, that's good. We were good at putting out fires in my house. My daddy was a volunteer firefighter, and he got a lot of experience. No, but, yeah. I've never had that. It's I've, I've had to, like, I've been outside and had to, like, dive onto the ground. Florida. And... Was that in Florida? You know, when your hair, all your hair stands up and you can smell the ozone. And yeah. Freaking death from the thing. And, yeah. It's and, loud uh, and it's scary. It's scary. You can feel the electricity in the air. Yeah. I don't, I can't even imagine what those people were thinking in 1853 on this island. Oh, no. They probably thought they were being attacked by aliens I mean, or something. Uh, well, know. not aliens, but possibly been witches or, witches or demons. Then, yeah. So, speaking of which. On when I was researching this article, I became fascinated by the um, New York Daily Herald. The New York Herald. It's the New York Daily Herald. The Daily Herald. Yes, and did, I don't know did, if that became the New York Post, the, did but they print uh, on Mondays. Yeah, they must. <laughs> <laughs> we no longer have any daily papers in Maine who have a print edition in Monday, which is why Shawnee made that joke for those of you who are not here in Maine. <laughs> Given the context. Hopefully right. you're down south where it's warm. So anyways, the, uh, it had all these other articles in there, which I found really fascinating. So I just wanted to share them with you. Okay. And they were all, except for one, on the same exact page of this paper. So this one is another victim to the spiritual rapping humbug. What? Yeah, that's the headline. And it goes, perhaps the... And none of these articles, like, they never credit the reporter. The reporter's, like, doesn't exist. It's and they're like, all from what? 1853. Like oh, okay. March 1853. Gotcha. Another victim to the spiritual rapping humbug. Perhaps the fact is not generally known that the spiritual rapping mania prevails to a considerable extent in this village and that almost nightly orgies are held where pretended communications from the spirit world are received and frail, weak humanity deceived. At one of the circles in which the spirits delight to perambulate, Mr. H. Nichols, a merchant in the lower village, was introduced a few weeks since, and the incantations and machinations which he has been subjected to have finally resulted in depriving him of his reason. <laughs> he lost his mind? He lost his mind at those orgies. Rap will do that, Jane. The circumstances, <laughs> the circumstances under which he had been placed previous to his visiting these spirit meetings were such as to give the groundwork for the quote-unquote mediums to work upon and write well the way they have they used it. We are told by one who is cognizant of all the facts that he has no doubt that the object was to extort money from young Nichols, but their devilish arts have been too successful for a favorable execution of any such plot, as he, on the account of his situation, will be removed beyond their influence. They're putting him away. This sounds like one of our local news sources. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Much evil. <laughs> See, this is why this should be on our news flag, because everybody else well, would get that. Why don't right. you just... I can't take out your part. You can blurt it. Like, you can cover it with some fuzzy Beep. noises or something. No, it wasn't that bad, honestly. Much evil has resulted from the holding of these circles in our village by causing persons to neglect their business, and in some instances, families have been left in a state of almost destitution from this cause. But the above is the first instance of so serious a calamity. But who shall say that it will be the last 
unless some preventative steps are taken. This is a subject that demands the earnest attention of the public, and we would urge them to consider the matter without delay. You know, I think this particular <laughs> author could have gotten their point across about how the me so-called mediums are just tired to take your money like, you know, any other yeah. shyster, even nowadays, without no. being such editorializing punks. Yeah. Just facts would have done the trick. Just the facts, man. Um, word choice reveals bias. So here we go. That's your lesson in newspapers. The next one is witchcraft in Pennsylvania. The chain, oh gosh, I can't read this. The Chambersburg, Pennsylvania wig of the 17th institution relates the following singular instance of superstition. Ready? Yes. So, a correspondent from Fullerton County informs us of a singular case of supposed witchcraft that occurred near Sidling Hill. There's a certain religious sect in the neighborhood. What do you think they call themselves? Wait, what was it? What kind of sect? A religious sect. A religious sect back in 1853? Yeah, in the neighborhood. It's not the Branch Davidians, is it? No, it's the Christian church. The Christian church? <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't know how they can call themselves the sect of the Christian church, but whatever. Holy moly. A lady, one of the members, was taken sick and lay for some time until she finally imagined herself bewitched and a sister in the church was settled upon as the witch. A meeting of the session was called in due season at which the minister presided and the charge of witchcraft was formally preferred against the lady, being a new case, and we presume not provided for in the dis discipline. The session was puzzled as to the proper manner to proceed in this case. So they're like, okay, we think she's a witch. What do we do? Right. At length, it was proposed that she should be asked to step over a broomstick, as it had been said that a witch could not do that. Right? No, because it'll fly up between their legs like it needs to get ridden. Uh, oh, Shoo. that's naughty. No, you made it naughty. I wasn't trying to make it naughty. Then, anyways, it goes on to say, but the accused got over it without apparent difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that didn't clear her. No. After a consultation, it was then agreed that she should be tried in a pair of weigh scales with a Bible to balance her. And if she was a witch, the Bible would be too heavy for her. I don't know what weigh scales are. No, it's like... The 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 balance the balance scale. Oh. So she's gonna get on one side. And they're gonna if the Bible actually goes down and she goes up, that means she's a witch. Oh. Because it says the Bible will outweigh How her. How big right? is a Bible? It doesn't matter. You can go to any library in the world and get the biggest Bible they have. It's not gonna weigh more than a human. Okay, well that makes sense because it goes on to say accordingly she was taken to a mill and the experiment tried, but she proved too heavy for the Bible. <laughs> It was then intimated that probably her clothing prevented a fair test. I <laughs> just trying to get her naked all uh, this time. So much fun to be a woman. And half a bushel of corn was also put on the scales with the Bible to balance the clothing. Oh, they kept her clothing on. But still, the uh, lady was too heavy and the charge was formally dismissed. They cheated. Thank God. They freaking cheated. And yeah. she still passed. Those I know. poopers. They probably had a little camera on the broomstick, too, when they <laughs> stepped camp. over it's there. It's 1853. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a strange scene at the church, right? Wow. All of this is... Yeah. 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 So basically, some guy went to church, right? But he got deranged. 
Um, he got deranged at church. At church. And he interrupted the sermon with a startling yell. And then started doing like some vociferous prayer. He right? just caught the Holy Spirit, right? I know. They weren't Pentecostals. He was talking in tongues. Many gentlemen, they, they weren't Baptists or Pentecostals. What were they? Congregationalists, I think. Anyway, so he, many gentlemen of the congregation at once hastened to him and succeeded after much struggling and resistance and getting him out of the church. And then he was conveyed to the Delavan house and put under the charge of an officer. So you're not allowed to yell at church. Maybe he was homeless and he just needed a nice three, you know, three, three hots and a cot, they say. Oh my gosh. So then this one is heathenous superstition, right? Yeah. Um, a case occurred in this town a short time since that would more properly comport with the customs of the dark ages or of heathenism than those of a land of Bibles, schools, and the civilization of the 19th century. A girl of 15 or 16 years old died of consumption, and the family, under the belief that it would prevent other members from dying of the same disease as several had previously died, had her heart and liver taken out of her body and burned. We, grow, we regret that any man of sufficient intelligence to aspire to the dignity of a physician should in any manner allow himself to be a party to such a transaction. I agree, but... Really? She's dead. She's dead. It's going to give the family some peace of mind. If I was a doctor, I'd be like, yeah, these people. You can't promote disbeliefs like that as a medical professional. I'm not saying that. Scully wouldn't do it on x The doctor could have been like, this I isn't going to do anything. And they could have been like, please, we'll give you $100 million. And he'd be like, okay, fine. If those people had $100 million in 1850 to spare, then I would have done it too. <laughs> See? See, you're all ethical until it's $150 million. And rode off into the sunset. <laughs> With her liver and heart. Um, <laughs> no, I would have burned it for the family and put it in a little vial of some sort and given it back to them. So then, it also had, and I just wanted to quickly mention, oh, I had things on the back too? What? Oh my gosh. Double-sided? Um, only some. Two-sided? Only some. Um. Triple-sided. Yeah, wow. There's just so much. I don't even know. I'm not going to do it all because we're well, we just don't need to do it so much time. But there was a dreadful ta tragedy at the Old Point Comfort um, where a sergeant of the command of the Which 26th Union, by the way. Okay, sorry, named Goldman, who is possessed of a young and interesting wife. <laughs> That legit is what it says, Teddy. <laughs> he possessed a young and interesting Wait, wife. A sergeant of this command named Gouldman, who is possessed of a young and interesting wife. That's like the legit quote. They were all just jealous. Cut, stabbed, and otherwise mortally wounded a musician of the 2nd Regiment of the U.S. Artillery Band in such a manner that he died almost 12 hours later. He was hitting on his wife. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Oh, obvious. So, I guess that's how she was interesting. <laughs> wow. Um, and then this other guy, this other sergeant, I'm sorry, he was a captain. He was at the end of the wharf in Newton in Rhode Island, right? Yeah. And um, he got all caught in the, like, decking, right? Okay. And he fell into the hold. And, like, he died. And then, like, they have, like... These newspapers love to talk about everybody's grisly death. Yes. 
And it's just, like, kind of amazing. Like, and if it's almost a death, like, that's good, too. Like, almost a tragedy at Peacove, Maine. Like, they don't really hold their punches, either. No, they? no. We are informed of the following particulars of a shooting case which occurred at Gray's Tavern at Peacove in Old Town last evening. The company had assembled for a dance and had gone through several dances when, as one William Bowman of Upper Stillwater was dancing down the side of the hall, where a young lady of Upper Stillwater, whose name we suppress, and her brother were sitting. She rose and discharged both barrels of a double-barreled pistol at him, the ball of one which took effect in the back of his shoulder, and the other entered the wall. The young lady, who was dancing with him, was somewhat burnt in the face by the powder. <laughs> A great excitement ensued. <laughs> the, yeah, somebody was jealous. The young lady was perfectly calm and stated she intended to kill him, that she came for that purpose. She said the reason she did not shoot him in the drawing room was because she could not get near enough. The reasons for this act, she said, were well known to all present. If she could only have killed him, she said, she should have been perfectly satisfied. Well, what was the reason? We are informed that the impelling cause of this desperate attempt to take life and wreck vengeance is well known in the vicinity and where the parties reside and is the one which almost always lies at the bottom of such acts. Oh. We understand he was arrested the day before for breach of promise and obtained bail. The young lady is said to be reputable and the sympathy of those who know her is decidedly in her favor. After the act, she went away with her brother and no attempt was made to arrest her. Huh. So she shot Bangor her. She shot man. her cheating boyfriend. That jerk. And walked away from She was probably cheating. pregnant too. Of course. No remorse either. None at all? Yeah. And then it's just stuff like, hey, there was a fireman's riot. <laughs> a wild horse got purchased. You know, like, oh, and wait. Why would you buy a wild horse? I don't know, man. Just go catch it and take it home and call it yours but this is this is great because not mm. only do they revel in the horrid right yeah like, um they also have like these things like a large sheet of paper that's the headline really it was lately stated as a remarkable fact performed in england that a sheet of paper was made three thousand yards long 54 inches wide weighing 400 pounds in just three hours. Did they have Guinness Book of World Records back then? I do not know, but I'm sure they don't mention it. They do not mention it, man. <laughs> um, and then they cut it into different pieces of paper, right? Um, I hope. I don't know. People? No, I said I hope. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how 3, you Because 3,000 yards is like, <laughs> you know. But anyways, I find it really interesting. It's almost two miles of paper. I feel like if I'm ever in a bad mood, I just need to go look, look up at the old these like, ancient newspapers and be like, whoo, that's contemptible. Better than <laughs> like, today's news. Yeah. No, but it's, <laughs> al it's almost like the same. Like, you just hear them talk about their politicians. But, like, at the same time, um, it's like no holds barred. Like, oh, they don't even pretend. Yeah, they don't even pretend yeah. to try. Not they don't try to not have bias. Basically, it's yeah. stunning, stunning. It's awesome. Full circle, man. Full circle. Full circle. Watch out for the purple fireballs yeah, of definitely. lightning. <laughs> hey, thank you for listening to Dude No. 
please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And tell all your friends what a goofy couple has this podcast and how good it is to listen to. <laughs> be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Yes. Thank you.